Chapter 21 I'm sorry about the waitress in there, Cable said, kicking some gravel. We had a thing one time, and I think she has trouble letting it go. He was leaning on the driver's side of his truck, pulling out two cigarettes from his breast pocket. Laura had her arms wrapped around herself. The morning air was chilly, and she moved her weight from one foot to the other. She no longer knew what to say. So far, Caleb had only done a lot of talking. Now they were outside the cafe, standing in the truck stop parking lot. Caleb held out one of the cigarettes, and Laura took it. Can you take me back to the hotel now? She said. I'm really worried about Dan. Caleb lit it for her, and then his own, replying in a cloud of smoke. Sure, he said. I just have to make one stop. But it's on the way there. It was full morning now, and uncomfortably bright. Laura squinted and shielded her eyes with a hand. Caleb stuck both his hands in his pockets and gave her an unfamiliar look. Me and old Edna in there used to have sex, he said randomly. It was weird. Laura looked down at the pavement. She wanted Caleb to stop talking, but he continued. I used to have this thing where I would meet a girl and immediately want to see what she looked like without her clothes on, Caleb said. Isn't that weird? Laura looked up at him with the hand still over her eyes. No, she said. That's not weird. Everybody feels that way about certain people. Her quick answer gave Caleb pause. Laura didn't know why she had said it and looked back at the ground. Caleb nodded slowly. Do you feel that way about people? He asked. Laura tapped the ash from her cigarette and watched it tumble through the air. Yeah, some people, she said. That's just sexuality, Caleb. They teach you that stuff in college. It's what makes all of us act like animals. There's certain chemicals in your body that can take control of your thoughts. Some people say those are the realest thoughts you have. Caleb tilted his head to one side and took a drag of his cigarette. Why do they say that? he asked. Laura looked over at an abandoned construction zone lining the empty highway. Because you don't recognize them as your own, she said. They're inside you, but they feel more urgent and decided. Where did you hear that? Caleb asked. A professor at my college told me that, she said. I think it was a quote from a book. We were sitting on a couch together, this professor and me, and he said that to me right before he leaned over to kiss me. Did you kiss him back? Caleb asked. Yeah, Laura said. Caleb tipped the hat back on his head and pushed his glasses up the bridge of his nose. I wanted to talk to you about your dreams, he said. I wanted to talk about what they mean, but it seems like you don't want to talk about them. 
Is that right? I don't care about the dreams, Laura said. They're a part of me like everything else, just another part of myself that I don't like. I have lots of those, but I'm strong enough to live with them. I already have, for quite some time. Yeah, Caleb nodded, looking up the road. That makes sense, I guess. I just thought it was strange that I saw you at that wedding. I thought it meant something. Not everything in life has to mean something, Laura said. Caleb dropped his cigarette and crushed it with his heel, spitting his last drag up into the air and shaking his head. That's really odd, he said. Why? she asked. Because that's what the bug said, too. The bug on my ceiling that I was talking about. It looked right at me and it said, Not everything in life has to mean something. Laura looked up at him. Her face had no expression. Well, it was right, she said. Just take me back to the hotel. Caleb snorted, nodding with his eyes pointed at the road. That's too bad, he said distantly. It's all too bad, really. I didn't want it to be this way. I want you to remember that, Laura. I thought you and me were going to make it out of that shed for good. I thought I could have made you see how important I am. I'm sorry, Laura said, but you're not important to me, Caleb. Well, I'm sorry then, too, he said, opening the door of the truck. He reached in and fished around behind the driver's seat. Laura took a step toward him, looking over his shoulder. Caleb coiled a black wire around one of his hands and suddenly spun around. Then he smacked Laura in the side of the head with a brick. She dropped to the ground and laid there motionless while Caleb straddled her from either side flipping her onto her stomach and tying the wire around her hands and legs.